There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. To tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. It missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Cade Moyer, and you are listening to the Believe Paranormal and UFO podcast. If you have had an encounter and would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen and head on over to our website, believepod.com, and consider becoming a member to get bonus episodes and video content. Tonight, I'm joined by a very good friend of the podcast, and that is Dylan Stewart from the Paranormal Thoughts podcast. And I've been listening to Dylan's show for a very, very long time. And Dylan recently went on a discovery of uh, himself, which is something that is rather unique when it comes to the world of, I guess, the, the world of paranormal podcasting, because it's usually us talking about other people or interviewing other people and kind of finding out what their journey was. But Dylan went on this uh, journey of self-discovery about being a potential abductee. And whenever someone says that they're an, an, an abductee, it always kind of pricks my ears up a little bit. And when Dylan told me, hey, man, I'm doing this in- insane kind of journey, uh, I had to get him on because uh, today he released his final kind of episode in his, his trilogy of going down the the explanation of what happened to him. And my mind has been blown. So I said, Dylan, let's chat. So uh, Dylan, welcome back to the Blue Podcast, my friend. Thank you so much for having me again, Cade. Uh, it's always a good time getting to speak with you. So I've been looking forward to it. Mate, it's always a pleasure chatting to you. And I know that I say this every time I catch up with you, but your your podcast is honestly excellent. Like it's the most crispy sounding podcast out there. And uh, it it genuinely enrages me how, how clean and beautiful it sounds so uh if if you haven't checked out dylan's podcast paranormal thoughts podcast head on over give it a listen and you'll realize how much work this gentleman puts into it oh you're very kind kate and i'm i'm a massive fan of what you do as well you know it's it's great the platform that you've created and giving people like everyday experiences um a voice you know to tell their uh 
yeah, some of the most deepest, darkest <laughs> paranormal stories, you know, and it's, I think it's very important what you're doing. So, uh, yeah, I can really appreciate what you do. Mate, I think we're, you know, two sides of a coin because you do, you go down that like very investigational kind of path of things and you kind of dissect things that little bit more, which I think is really, really cool of the, the type of show that you do. But uh, for yourself to kind of turn the tables and, and put it on yourself because you do, you talk to like very interesting people like you, uh, you you've spoken to a demonologist uh you know you've spoken to the to the people that don't when i say don't fit the mold of this podcast it's just more so that they're not the the type of people who have those types of experiences who want to come on and share so you go out to these kind of um maybe not experts would be the right word but like these people in these fields who have had the experience with the unknown on another level um so what made you start to think that you may have been an, an, an abductee because um, for anyone who, who is interested in Dylan's journey, I'd highly recommend going through his um, his podcasts and listening to the last three episodes. Um, but for for those who, who haven't done that or, or, or maybe just kind of want the, the short version of your, your experiences, um, what kind of made you feel like there may have been something to this? It sort of started... Almost seven years ago, actually, yeah, the podcast actually turns seven tomorrow, funny enough, so I guess it is just about seven years ago. Um, yeah, not long after the podcast started, um, I started to have a few interesting experiences around synchronicity sort of amongst, I guess, the, the concept of alien abduction, I guess, myself. Nothing like, um, nothing too out there, but it was just these strange little glimpses into... I guess the the topics I was researching at that point, you know, and really kind of leading up to starting the podcast. And when these things started to happen, I kind of took that as a message to be doing the podcast. And I kind of just ran with that. And then I think from talking to everyday experiences with alien abduction, it's it's hard not to, you know, spend hours talking to these people and then not sometimes seeing yourself in them as well and you know hearing about their just their incredible stories and just their backgrounds and when and I guess a big thing with that too is when some of them would start to say to me like have you thought about yourself um, having experiences or I think maybe you could be someone who may be closer to this topic than uh, you might actually think you kind of it all kind of builds up and that's what kind of happened um it was about june of uh this year that it was just it's hard to know exactly how it got to that point but it was just like you know what um if i don't do something about it then i'm never gonna know so what can i put in place to seek some answers um and i guess a big part of it was also allowing the audience of the podcast to come along on that journey because that was important because um, I've sort of done that over these last seven years is if I'm doing something I want to be sharing it um, to give people maybe more of an understanding or a different insight um, and just to not necessarily be like a guinea pig but just to be like well you know if you guys are interested in seeking answers as well here's my experience maybe it's not so maybe it's not such a thing for you to 
look into, you know, try to maybe get rid of some of that fear or try to maybe normalize, you know, actually questioning this, um, you know, these topics that uh, often, you know, it's easy to think, oh, maybe something unusual has happened to me. I'll just ignore it and get on with life, you know, and um, yeah, I just kind of couldn't ignore the signs anymore. It's interesting that the the people that you've interviewed on your podcast started to to find or were identifying those those traits within yourself. Was that something that you were aware of at the at the time? Somewhat. I think the strangest thing that happened was a month after the podcast starting, I came across a researcher who gave, who put the idea in my mind of, um, they were asked the question, have you had any experiences yourself? And she replied saying, if I have, I don't have any recollection. And that's such a simple answer. You know, it's not saying yes or no, it's just saying, well, I don't know. And I had never really thought about it like that. Um, before that point, you know, I was like, well, I've never seen or experienced anything that I'm aware of so why would I ever expect that something has happened? But then, you know, you look into this phenomena for long enough and you know that, um, you know, memories are wiped or hidden or, you know, it's all very secretive. So um, who's to say that just because you don't remember doesn't necessarily mean you haven't had something happen. But then obviously at that point I was like, well, I have no other basis for this. But then not long after hearing those words and kind of really having that um, thought process in my mind, things started to show themselves. Um, And I do go into like a lot of detail in that first episode um, about all of this, but to kind of summarize it, um, when I got into the podcast, I was extremely interested in alien abduction and synchronicity and also how um, owls play into that a lot and owls play a big part in the paranormal. And one evening when I was driving home, I was thinking, uh, in the simplest way, I'll keep this really short, I was thinking about those words that that researcher said, and uh, I saw an owl, uh, and I've never seen an owl where I lived at the time, and in the next four days, I had some really strange synchronicities kind of take place, and that was kind of the, the light bulb kind of moment of, well, I've started just to think about um, could I have potentially had an experience and then things are kind of showing themselves that I know to be a part of this phenomena. So that was kind of hard to ignore. And then, you know, fast forward seven years later when I've come to this point and I've kind of decided to seek answers and the way I did that was through hypnosis. I reached out to a researcher who's based here in Australia, Mary Rodwell, who works with people who believe they've been abducted and she uh, works with them with hypnosis or even just counselling. Um, and, you know, I reached out to her. We decided to do um, an interview and do this hypnosis uh, for the podcast. And it turns out that she was actually that woman those seven years ago who said those words, if I've had an experience, I'm not aware. And I had no idea that that happened because I completely forgotten. And it wasn't until I'd already emailed her and said, hey, can we do this thing? She's like, yep, great. And then I went to listen to some of her work on some podcasts and accidentally an Apple podcast hit previously played. 
And there was an episode that I listened to in 2016 with her in it. And I knew instantly, I was like, this is her, isn't it? Who said those words? And it was. That's so another come, synchronicity right there, isn't it? To come full circle like that, it's like I couldn't write that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was weird when I told her that because she wasn't that surprised by it. She was like, <laughs> yeah, these things happen, you know, and it's hard to ignore it. And um, so it's things like that where all these weird little things where you could you could easily ignore that and go, yeah, like the world works in strange ways. But the reason, the fact that she was a part of this whole journey and then for her to help me find answers is like, I don't know. It's 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 strange. It's very strange, and it's the kind of thing that can keep you up at night if you are if you let it. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it it is one of those things that I I always find a little bit confusing. I think is is synchronicities because it, it's one of these things, and not to not to completely take away from your experience because I, I think a lot of people they they really look into like repeating numbers and and things like that way way too much like it's yeah. it's just one of those things that just happens because people say oh whenever I look at the clock it's it's 11 11 or it's well 444 or you know something like that yeah. and they are it, it's one of these things where the human mind like it it wants to always find patterns it, yep. it the human mind it finds patterns to protect us like it's just programmed that way so you will remember the times you've looked at the clock when you've seen these times and you won't remember it when you have looked at it and it's a different time so like that's just a, a, a funny thing like that but when you get all these synchronicities that kind of not like it's it's fate but it's kind of like things are pushing you towards a a point yeah, it, it it probably is a little bit more than a a, a synchronicity at that point. A hundred percent. And the thing is, with synchronicity, is once you're aware of it, it does show itself more. Um, so I'm very aware of that. And I think if it was just like one of these things, it'd be very easy to ignore. But for for like at least a year, there was so many weird synchronicities with um, owls and aliens with me where to the point where um i told this on the podcast a long time ago i was in a bookshop actually it was up your way kate i think it was in cairns um uh up at coranda i think and i could be completely getting that wrong but um i was in the secondhand bookshop and every time i'm in a bookshop i like to you know find if they you know do they have a little paranormal section yeah you know, it's it's always kind of down or somewhere kind of weird you know um and there, there was but yeah you know, once I, as i said it was like right down the bottom so i kind of like I crouched down and um, I pulled out a book and it was uh, one of Whitley Strieber's works. It was, you know, a later uh, novel um, after communion. And, um, you know, I'm just having like a little flick through. And then because I'm like crouching down the ground, I'm like I'm kind of uncomfortable. But then there was um, to like just kind of behind me, there was like a little stool that I guess people sit on to flip through books. So I could kind of like start leaning against this stool, flicking through this book. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, cool. I'm like, I might buy this book. And I go to get up. And the little stool that I was sitting on, sorry, leaning on, um, had a cushion on it with like three barn owls. <laughs> right. And like, once again, just a strange coincidence, but, I, but those things kept happening time and time again, where I was like thinking about one of those two, uh, you know, either owls or, you know, alien abduction or whatever. And it was just those things just kept happening. 
And once again, yeah, when you're aware of it, you see it. But it was just, it, it just gets to the point where it amounts and you're like, I mean, it just felt like the universe just screaming at me being like, you're like, stop ignoring this, you know? And it is, it's funny, but um, yeah, I, I definitely agree though. You can easily let that lead you. Um, and probably why, it's probably why it's taken so long to come to the conclusion of doing it, you know? Like, it's, um, it wasn't something that uh, was really appealing. Um, it was something I thought about some years ago. And I thought it'd be really interesting to like, make a podcast and kind of document that. But then I was like, I didn't really. I, I still had the same sort of nerves and sort of anxiety about doing it now, where I didn't know how it was going to be perceived. I mean, it's still, as we said, it only came out today, and the response has been extremely positive, which is. Um, incredible that you know there's still early days don't get me wrong but um yeah it did take i guess all those years to let it uh kind of just yeah go over in my mind like oh am i gonna actually give time to this or just i don't know go on living and i guess i made my decision yeah, and, and you know what? I, the hats off to you because it, it is such a, a gutsy thing to do. And it, I think it, it probably kind of like humanizes your, your view of all your guests as well who've kind of gone through these types of experiences as well. And to, to kind of go through it and come through the other side with that, that kind of sense of, well, I, I don't know if clarity would be maybe the, the right answer, but maybe having a, a better understanding of where you maybe fit within that that puzzle that you're you're starting to to put together um does it does it make you kind of go back and think of the people that you've spoken to like how you would potentially go back and talk to them again oh that's a really good question um because you've you've gone through the same thing that they've gone through potentially yeah it's it's very interesting because I, the way I, I guess I approach speaking with these people, um, I always say like, if I speak with someone um, and I'm not buying what they're saying, you won't hear that episode. Um, so everyone that I, and you know, there's, I mean, this is, this gets really difficult. You'd find this as well, Kate, when you speak to so many different people and the way that people approach how they tell their stories, um, everyone's very different in the way they tell it. Some are really confident in the way they tell it and other people are really, um, I mean, it's hard for them. And it's very easy to be like, well, they're sort of really confident and maybe maybe they, you know, fabricated it or maybe they, they're sort of letting their imagination run wild and so on. But regardless of any of that, because everyone's different, everyone... You know, it, I, it's their truth. And if I'm, like, using um, their audio for an episode, like, I believe in them, you know. So, I've always approached it from that point of view of this is these people's truths. And uh, I think I've always tried to, I guess, sit on, not like sit on the fence, but, you know, I'm approaching it from I'm hearing what they're saying, but I'm also very trying to be analytical with it as well, being like, you know, well could it be something else or you know and I, I don't necessarily ask that because it's not really the the purpose of all that but you know um, I think it, it makes it really 
<laughs> yeah, it's 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 a weird one because I don't really I I didn't really want to come out of this the whole experience with knowing that maybe something has happened because I kind of did want to be a little bit of a fence sitter where I can br- br- deliver this content in such a way that it's like I'm still skeptical and no, I'm just looking for answers. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I would. I never wanted to be like, and I don't know if I ever could be like this, where I'm like, hey, I'm an experiencer. This is now a podcast from an experiencer's point of view. And that's not to like try to minimize these people, you know, in these situations. I'm not trying to be like, well, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with that by any means, but it's, it's not something you kind of easily come around to either. And I don't really know how it all fits in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. Because you, you've really kind of taken the, the first step on, I guess, this, this journey and it, there's, there's going to be so many, so many layers to it. And I, I, I think it would be good if we kind of give the, the listeners or the, or the viewers, because we are doing an audio and a video version of this podcast, um, that, uh, to give them a, a little bit of insight of, uh, kind of what, what you realize, like what, what was the, the result of, I guess, going through this regression? And now a quick word from our sponsor. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. Yeah, it was not what I expected by any means. It was, um, I didn't, well, you know, I keep saying I don't know what I expected, but what happened wasn't anything that I could kind of comprehend um, because I think people always think of hypnosis is you're in this state of altered self where you can be told do this or think that and it for me anyway it was nothing like that and from the um researcher mary who did this regression with me she said majority of people aren't actually susceptible to hypnosis like you know if you watch like a darren brown special where you know he's making you think the world's ended that's a very particular person who he, he has chosen that from a lot of people to be like you are very you, you're going to receive my um, sort of my control. Um, but m- majority of people aren't like that. So people have kind of asked, like the few people who I've mentioned um, in my personal life that I've sort of gone through this, they're like, well, were you were you in like control of yourself? I was like, I felt like at any moment I could open my eyes and, you know, if the phone rang, I felt like I could have just like picked that up, you know, whether or not I could have. Because when I came out of the regression, I was really... It was like I had uh, been picked up off the floor. It was like I was somewhere else. It was just it was just like a very deep meditation. So, what I was seeing during the hypnosis, it got, it got a little bit more clearer as time went on, as I was able to let go of just my um, 
excellent just the physical self and i do i'm more than happy to say this too like i was also recording a podcast at the time so i was very much aware of you know is the audio recording you know is is everything fine because i'm sitting in the dark my eyes closed for like over an hour you know what i mean like it's there's it's a, it was a little bit strange to just switch off at first but once i kind of got past all of that more and more was accessible with i guess with my sight but a big sensation was feeling and that's really hard to explain and i'm not someone who's very susceptible to things you know like if you go do a ghost hunt and people like i just felt something i'm the last person to be like oh yeah i feel feel that too like i'm just not not really so like a like a tangible feeling or like an emotional feeling oh there was definitely both um and that was that was almost the most bizarre thing because I feel like you I feel like you might be more susceptible to be like imagining these images, but then to actually be feeling things that you didn't expect is kind of I don't know, maybe it's not any any harder, but it feels like I mean, I'm sitting in the exact same spot I did that hypnosis and right now I don't feel like I'm being like held down to the chair. Or anything like that, you know what I mean? So, um, it was sort of the sense of both, like, even, you know, when you would ask, um, so I, I did see, I did I did witness some beings during this time, and we can talk more about that in a second, but I was being asked by Mary to ask these entities questions, and the way you hear it wasn't like how I'm speaking to you right now, it was really... It was difficult to really make it out and it was easier to kind of just get a sense of uh, really the best I could do was like one word kind of answers or like yes and no, which it, it's a bit disappointing because if I was getting full sentences, that would be, that would blow me away. Honestly, that would be like, whoa, this is, this is surreal. But I feel like for me, I'd probably have to do it a few times and actually really allow myself to maybe let go more maybe yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. it's i'm like not kind sure of fully give into the the experience wholeheartedly yeah yeah and like you know being a first timer i mean mary seemed to think that i i did quite well but i i i was just literally just trying to it was like you're trying to make sense of what it is but it's unlike anything that i'd ever experienced and i thought i was actually describing what i was seeing quite well and then when I went back and, you know, had to edit the episode, I was like, I'm barely saying anything. But to me, I felt like I was giving um, more description. And I know it's so easy. And I hated that it came out that way because it's easy for me to be like now, like, yeah, this is what I was seeing. But I just couldn't. It was really hard. And, like, you know, I played the audio for my wife. And she was like, that's not how you sound. You know, she's like, you're struggling to... You know, to I guess articulate the the words that you, and, you're wanting to say, essentially. Uh, and like to me, I, when I first listened to it, it kind of sounded a bit like disingenuous. But then I kind of, you know, but that's just it's easy for me to uh, be very like judgmental on it, um, of course. But then I was like, that's not how I typically sound, you know. So I think that was really, um, I think that was really important to just to to you know, say that I thought it was kind of I was you know at least being able to articulate a little bit more but um I guess the the big sort of takeaways was yeah seeing these beings which were 
the fairly typical kind of grey aliens, but the weirdest thing was it's like the shape of their head um, was almost like if you blew up a balloon, so, you know, you've got sort of more of a bulbous kind of top, and I guess it kind of comes down where you tie it, but it was like in the middle, it was like you're kind of squeezing it a bit. And when I was witnessing that, I was like, oh, I've never seen that before. I was like, so why am I seeing that now? Or um, when the regression first started, she took me to my um, childhood bedroom. And I assumed I'd probably see that because we've kind of spoken about that's sort of the time when I feel like this phenomena may have presented itself for a number of different reasons. Um, and I had a bunk bed as a kid. But when I opened the door in this hypnosis and walked into the room, um, the bed was different. And it was a bed that I had previous to that. And I did not expect to see that. I expected to be like seeing myself like lying in my bunk bed, you know, quite close to the ceiling. But then I walk into this room and I'm like, this is my bed before that. And it was very uh, identifiable because it was red and it was like shaped as a like a car. You know, it's pretty hard to... <laughs> you remember that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, even at that time, I thought I was like, I, could, I couldn't even say that to her though. I was, I was at that moment, that was kind of the first thing I saw... I just remember thinking, like, why am I seeing this? Like, I haven't thought about this. And it was in the right place in the room, so it wasn't like I constructed it. And what that told me was where I was in this subconscious memory, it was earlier than I'd predicted. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting if the bed was before um, that later bunk bed. That, that, uh, that is interesting because it, it almost seems like you – almost had like a, a preconceived yeah. moment in time when you thought this happened and you're kind of shocked that it, it was completely different yeah it was like I can honestly say I did not expect to see that um, and that was the thing where I knew maybe not even in that moment but later looking back I was like where'd that come from you know what I mean like um, and then there were some answers I gave as well, which I don't remember giving. Like, she asks, are these entities, um, what she say, like, are they, have you seen them before? And rather than saying yes or no, I say, like, they don't feel like strangers. And that's a weird thing to say. And it's almost a bit, it's, it's almost poetic. And I don't know why I said that. Because a lot of the other answers I'm giving, I'm just like, yes. Or no, but that there's something every time I heard that, because I probably have to listen through that episode like three times and four. Every time that happened, I almost forgot that I was about to say it. And it's um it's a bit haunting. And cause when I said that too, I was supposedly like around that age of like six or seven. So thinking about a six or seven year old saying something like that, even though it's like yourself, it's still um it's very bit disconcerting i'd say you know a little bit um it, it's very out of place for someone of that age to to be able to have that kind of cognitive thought uh yeah and i don't know it was really it was very strange and even some of the answers that i was getting um they came through like really clear and other things not so much and then i did um see this other being which was really bizarre um because those i guess those typical greys weren't really giving me anything which feels very true to them. Like I, I do say in the hypnosis, I felt like I was being ignored and that just rings really true to, I guess, the sort of a general kind of report of those entities. Um, so, and Mary asks if I can, if there's some, if there's another being 
that's relevant to my experiences is that could come and show itself and then instantly this massive like you know i don't know how tall this is the thing it's hard to get a concept of even like my height a lot of the time sometimes i felt like i was maybe shorter because i guess i was in the body of like a my seven-year-old self supposedly but other times it was kind of like you just existed so getting the scale of things could be a bit hard but i just knew this thing was tall all white bright kind of felt like all it just felt very angelic which is really weird because this thing i had never really ever thought about you know i've obviously i'm familiar with white um white beings and you know these light sort of beings too but um it didn't really resemble that it was just this kind of energy that felt kind of like a I don't know, kind of like a guide, I suppose. Like I, I do say that in the hypnosis, but thinking now, I just, I just, this thing just appeared, and my whole thing afterwards was like, where'd that come from? Like, I know I was going into this being like I'm seeing if I have any abduction memories. I am very familiar with what abduction is, so I was very concerned. Of, my mind was just going to be like, hey, here's a typical experience. But then when you're seeing things like that, I was like, I don't know where that just came from and it's giving me kind of answers about this material and it's hard like because yeah, i was almost just trying to convince myself i was like am i actually seeing this but also being in that experience it was very yeah, it was very it was very real and my biggest takeaway now is like i can close my eyes and all of those sort of moments i can see very clearly where i said it to a friend earlier today i'm like it was almost like these memories have been inserted I mean, I would have had to have inserted them because no one else did. You know what I mean? So obviously, they've come from somewhere. Um, do you, do you yeah. think a, a different way to look at that is rather than these memories being inserted, is that they've they've been revealed? Yeah, I think that's that's definitely more so what it would be. I think me me saying like they've been inserted is definitely more of like my skeptical kind of mind being like, oh well, surely there's been some sort of influence but there wasn't like you can listen to the episode I did uh, I was very honest about this too I did edit it down to the time because there was moments where like I couldn't really get answers or she has to ask a few times because I'm trying to look or focus on something and she's kind of asking you like hang on can you ask that again because I'm just I'm kind of somewhere else so you know I did edit it down for time but I didn't manufacture anything yeah in that so um, but yeah, but you listen to the questions that she's asking. At no point she's like, uh, are you seeing small beings? And me being like, yes, uh, do they? You know, and all those sort of things. Like, yeah, she's like very- she's not leading you down a path of like, yeah. this is what's happened. Yeah. And it was also like, I felt like at the beginning I was really maybe not so much fighting, but I just, it was really weird to like close my eyes and try to get into the state of, I guess, calmness and sort of like just relaxation. When um, I'm trying to be like, don't think about like it being in a UFO and things like that. And then, you know, I do describe being in a room which was really white. And all I could say was it doesn't feel like it has like right angles. And I know that what well, that starts to feel like, what it kind of sounds to, like starts to sound like. But um, at no point I saw anything else. It was just this room that was, it didn't, it kind of didn't end. Like, yeah, it was you know, like it, an edgeless room. Yeah, it was just all-encompassing and it was a really strong feeling of that. And that was the weird thing to come away from. There was so much feeling 
with the like just with this hypnosis session um and even now like i still find it kind of hard to describe because it's it was very powerful um and it makes it it makes it kind of hard to even me to deny you know what i mean because it's like to feel a light so hot that it feels like you know you're actually being burnt and like I didn't really describe that very well in the session. I don't know why, um, but I just remember sitting here and being like, whoa, this is pretty intense. Like, I don't know. It's it's very hard for me to... Uh, so, yeah, still look at it from a point of view of, nah, maybe maybe it's something else, you know, because it kind of just happened and yeah. it, it feels, very, feels very real, you know? One thing that I, I've noticed is, like, you've, you've got a very like mellow response to the to the entire kind of event and i think a lot of people would probably feel like a a sense of fear a sense of dread a a sense of like unknowing about this do you have anything like that and I, i i guess to kind of continue that on like does that make you like do you fear this type of thing at all that is um, I feel like the answer to that may be a little complex because I feel I feel a few different I feel a few different ways about it. Um, I am I am glad that I guess that was my response was being very neutral in a sense because if I was to come away and you know if I was like bawling or you know hyperventilating or something I'd be like why did I potentially uncover that um the weird thing in that hypnosis too like and this actually did happen during it um was like i started to like tear up um when i first kind of saw those beings but it was kind of like i felt like the emotional side wasn't really that present during it it was just kind of like witnessing things and feeling things but not really from the point of you know you know your, your typical kind of emotional state um so that could definitely play into it because i feel like i feel like you should be frightened and i probably could have been but once again it didn't really show itself but it's interesting uh, because i just saw um and i can't remember the, the name of the film but it just came out on um like disney plus here in australia i think it's on like hulu um over in the states the film it's like a horror film where a woman's kind of terrorized by an alien being it's came out like two weeks ago and i saw the trailer pop and i you know i I love anything to do with this phenomena and i love a good horror film but there's something about alien films where they're quite humanoid in um appearance where i guess they are sort of terrorizing people which is very unsettling i remember my wife was driving um a car and I'm sitting in the passenger seat and I watched that trailer and I kind of stopped and I was like it's because this is, obviously this is after the hypnosis session I was like you know I never really thought about it but this material when it's kind of portrayed in such a a way of you know it's meant to be frightening it's meant to get a response is um, maybe there's something a little more to that which I never really thought much of because I know that's the response it's meant to give you but it's it's, it's not it's it's very it feels a bit different. Um, so, to answer your question about like does this kind of frighten me? I'm like on some level, yeah, it it, it does. But I guess from being around it, 
um, from like, you know, the podcast or like a just an interest kind of point of view, a lot of the fear kind of does fade away and you kind of think about it as more of this is kind of happening and for the most part, um, I don't know, I mean, people have differing kind of experiences and how they kind of feel about it. But yeah, on some level, the idea of being taken is, yeah, of course. But then I don't know if my experiences are necessarily taking place physically and I feel like that changes it a lot too um, if I'm not actually disappearing for, and you know, however long. Um, but yeah, that's it's hard because I've only really started to approach it like that. I mean, as a kid, I mean, like any kid, like a grey alien kind of appearance was quite un- unnerving. But I feel like everything of that sort of um, imagery was for me. Because um, I know some people who are really, you know, really bothered by it and they kind of believe that plays into it. But for me, not. I wouldn't say that that, that plays as much of a part. Did you did you ever have like a, an irrational fear of like that that kind of grey alien look or or anything like that? There was a time um, I might have been the age of like nine or ten because my I had a grandfather who was kind of into UFOs and he had some like VHS tapes from like the eighties and it had you know like Bud Hopkins and. Um, a bunch of other researchers who whose names have now escaped me. Um, and he gave these to me, but, you know, it's pretty young to be watching, you know, adults uh, be like, yeah, this this is, this is I've been taken, you know, like they had the whole like beating Barney Hill kind of case and that. As a kid, like I, I feel like that's kind of where the obsession started because I was so interested in it, but then I couldn't even have like the VHS tape near like the TV after that because on the spine of the tape had this like grey alien and I was like, oh, these things are like... But, you know, but of course that imagery is, it's frightening. And even the way they show them depicted in the documentary, you know, like them walking just very slowly. And so, yeah, it's hard to, I don't think I've ever had like an irrational fear, but just like probably the same amount as anyone. But it was just weird to watch that trailer the other day and be like, this is a little unnerving, the idea of these things um, forcefully taking um, this woman and I think maybe because, I mean, that does happen. And because I speak to people, that does happen. And I think it might just be like a combination of everything. I think everything in the last few months has just really um, hit, like, hit the ceiling and a problem coming down off that at the moment. Because, um, yeah, as you would know, like, you, you speak to people and sometimes, like, their story really hits you hard and you're like, man. Um, and it's hard to... I don't know, it's to kind of compartmentalize that and especially when you start thinking about maybe yourself. Yeah, well, you've you've kind of crossed that void now. You're 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 no longer the the guy on the other side of the microphone. You are you are now part of that kind of collective group of, you know, of experiences. Yeah, and that's something that um I had to kind of think about for a bit, but I, I didn't think about it for too long because I didn't want to not do it either. I was like, you know what? If anyone's going to do it, um, I mean, it should probably be myself because <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. It just kind of, and I feel like um, you had all the right att- attributes going for you to 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 make it happen. So pull the trigger. Yeah. Why not? Well, that's it. I'm like, what's the worst case scenario? Like, as I said, I'm like, if nothing would have come out of the hypnosis, I would have just done an episode on that. Been like, okay, I guess 
nothing is going on and that's great you know so be it we'll keep moving on um but yeah it was just it was kind of just enough to be like oh this is this is really interesting um i mean it's just now it's kind of like oh what do i do with this i think it's still a lot of um a lot of kind of like self-discovery and seeing what else could um show itself but i think even just for the moment i'm kind of like now that the series is kind of out i'll kind of let it do its thing i'll kind of um figure out what's sort of next i suppose i don't want to um rush into any of it and it's like it does feel weird to share it so openly with people um and like i really understand how hard it is for people to you know come on like my podcast or yours where you know giving their names and uh openly speaking about this because i've done it for years and like yourself you know you've had your experiences and you know we're very open you know we use our faces we put our faces to this stuff uh but this was like a whole other level where i was like people in like my professional circle outside of this could hear this and they could be like whoa even you know like friends who know that i'm like interested in this kind of material they're like you know and as i said i said this to mary i'm like you know it's it can be kind of and maybe a little more fun to be like i've seen a ufo or you know i've had some other paranormal experience but when you're like to be like hey i may have had this abduction and here's me being in an altered state talking about it openly it's like i didn't take that lightly and i never do you know with people coming on and talking about their experiences and it's like um there was a lot to think about it was even like a conversation i had with my wife as well to be like well that's that's a that's a good point like what does your wife think of all of this yeah um she when when we first got together we were like complete opposites and you know as you know you, you kind of become more and more alike and she's definitely embraced the the paranormal you know like when we go and travel she's like let's do a ghost hunt and you know let's do that stuff and yeah i mean she doesn't sit there and like watch like documentaries with me or like read on this but she's like she's embraced it and she's really embraced like you know the sort of horror and halloween kind of stuff which is really cool so you know she's extremely supportive of the podcast and you know and she does occasionally listen as well like she's been listening to these episodes um because she's curious you know what's kind of going on with it and i did ask her i was like i don't even know what her whole stance was on it like you do but when you actually think about it i was like hang on what do you think about this like you know are you going to be happy to say you know like to your mum, like oh how's how's dylan what's he up to this week oh he's getting hypnotized for his podcast and so on it's like you know because these are the things that um she kind of would have to you know deal with if she wants to tell these people and yeah absolutely this is a real life kind of knock-on effect yeah and i've always been very open and honest so i don't want people i don't want to do this myself it's like shy away from it either but i do know it is kind of a next level kind of thing so i did just kind of asked her and she's like well look um you you need to if you feel like you need to look for answers um there's probably something to be said about that and she's like you know just see what happens um and I mean, she she's witnessed some odd, like some odd things too. You know, like she woke up in the middle of the night and like looked over at me and saw like a red, it was like blinking light above me. And um, she, rather than you know being like, "What is that?" and like panicking, she just went, "Okay," and I like went back to sleep. And she told me about that event. And I kind of even forgot about it until recently. She kind of brought it up again, and I was like, 
what a strange response for you to to wake up and just be like, oh, well, back to sleep with me then. Um, you know, so yeah, it she, is. It is weird, isn't it? Yeah. So she's not. It's, it's not like she's never gotten like a glimpse of any of this and just kind of like um, doesn't want anything to do with it. But um, yeah, it's it's. It's interesting. She's very, yeah, she's very supportive of it, which is great. Um, because I, I know I've spoken to people, and I'm sure you have too, right? Where they kind of talk about it with their partners, this kind of, you know, and you're just like, how? <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm, I, and I really feel for those people. Don't, you know, it's not everyone is in the position um, to be, you know, open about this stuff. Um, it's, it's hard. So, yeah, I feel very fortunate. But it's even now, you know, like, um, like my mother is like quite into the paranormal as well probably more so since I've started this so you know she's been listening and then she's been messaging me about and that makes it really real because she's like hang on was like what are you saying like was this happening to you when you were a kid I'm like mum I don't know <laughs> that actually was like quite a that was a weird I was like I don't think I'm ready to um open up this can of worms at this point in time you know but it's yeah it's really um it's very it's very strange and uh, yeah that's why I've just been very careful about approaching it in such a way where um I just I don't want to jump to any conclusion but I don't want to hide away from it either you know like I don't really want to be safe where I'm like oh yeah well, this has happened but you know oh, it's whatever kind of thing like oh, I do I do think there's more to it whether or not it's what it's actually appearing to be I don't know because I think if I could have an actual memory from being you know uh, having one of the experiences where I was actually conscious, it would really just put it into plain sight. It'd be like, okay, well, that's pretty hard to deny. But when it's still like kind of all these like little messages and then seeing these images and feeling these things through hypnosis, it's like, well, I mean, it's still, it's very much so pointing in that one direction, but it's uh, it's hard to, I feel like I couldn't just back myself completely and be like, yep, yeah, this is what it is because it's still maybe still a bit too early to tell but I mean you can kind of see where I'm leaning towards but I'm also just being very I don't know just it doesn't I think it doesn't really matter either like I don't have to ever come to a conclusion either which is something that I probably just keep reminding myself but I know everyone that's always the the question everyone wants to know it's like well has it happened and it's like well could have very possibly but also you know I even asked people at the end of the episode I'm like hey let me know um let me know what you guys think. <laughs> like, tell me, do you think I'm actually onto something here or is it, you know, because I'm genuinely curious. As, you know, be obviously, please be like respectful and know I have feelings. on <laughs> <laughs> as well. But, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I've never really heard someone, yeah, be hypnotized in the way that I have. Like, I've always only heard like the sort of horror kind of side of it, you know, like even like the Betty and Barney Hill tapes where like Barney's screaming. And you're like, oh god, like that's, or even you know, hearing like Whitley Strieber's stuff, and it's like, it's you can see why people are like, oh, I don't want to put myself in that position. But then, as you said, like mine's quite neutral, and that that almost kind of freaks me out too. In a sense, it's like, shouldn't I have been, shouldn't there have been more emotion in that? Like considering how much anxiety I had leading up to it, it's it's hard to really say. Yeah, like that's that's something that I I think is really interesting is the the fact that. You know, you were so hyped up about this in, in, in whatever way, you know, you say you had a lot of anxiety about going to do this. And 
you know, does that make you think like if your subconscious is just so chilled in that situation, like what, what is the, what's the untold story there? You know, that's, that's, I'm, I'm genuinely like so curious about that. And, you know, Dylan, I, I think you, you know, I know you've got this massive journey ahead of you to, to kind of find out like what your truth is. And, you know, that could be a, a lifelong journey it could be something that you figure out rather quickly and you know i'm i'm kind of glad i'm along for the ride for that because i i feel like you're probably going to document every bloody step of that that journey that you take yeah definitely that's that's the thing i think it's um it's definitely the long haul um which is i don't know it's i feel like it's such like uncharted waters and i don't know what i potentially you know open myself up to but it feels, uh, yeah, it kind of just feels like it's a necessary thing. And, you know, I do speak about this um, in the episode too about kind of getting the sense of knowing that this is all kind of happening for a reason. And that's kind of a weird thing to come to terms with as well. It's like, how much of this am I actually actively doing myself or how much of it is? And, you know, I always think like, I never really like that thing of like your destiny is chosen because like it's very easy to not do something and then your, your whole path changes. You know, I think you still actually have to actively go on a path. Don't get me wrong, but it's yeah, it's really weird to think that maybe this is this is kind of and you know I, I keep saying this like you're sort of your greater purpose. I hate that sounds so wanky, but <laughs> like <laughs> you know because literally like what I'm actually talking about it's so minuscule on the. You know, the world we kind of live in, really. Uh, but for a lot of people, it isn't, of course. Um, but it's, it's yeah, it's a really hard thing to... <laughs> yeah, I know, to, to really just make sense of. Um, and to, I don't know. It's... We'll just see, I suppose. And I'm glad... I'm glad that I've done it. Um, it's good to... Because it does kind of... I know it's definitely not like the end of anything, but I can kind of feel like I can just be like, well, I have taken a step uh i think it was like the right step to do even just like you know people like yourself Cade. like people are actually very interested in this which i kind of assume people would be but i honestly didn't know how people were gonna respond to it because yeah it's, it's like a weird thing to share and yeah i just didn't want people to listen to it and be like us dudes doing this for to get you know downloads or whatever because it's really not internet clout yeah because it's just like I don't know, but I mean, that just really doesn't sit well with me because it's not, this is not the podcast I'd be doing if I wanted that, you know what I mean? I would completely avoid, you know, a kind of niche topic like this, 100%, yeah. you know, oh, but, uh, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, it's the whole reason I wanted to get you on the on the show because it is, it's such a, a unique approach to this. Um, you know, there's, there's documentaries out there and they're really a dime a dozen about, um, you know, people who have gone through regression therapy or something like that and, and kind of like it, like you said earlier, is a bit of a horror tale and yours was the complete opposite of that. And that just really, really intrigued me. And I, I wanted to get you on, get the, the firsthand kind of response to, to, to it all. Um, because you've done an excellent job, like a genuinely excellent job with the, the coverage of your, your journey over those three episodes. And the, I think tonight just chatting to you, you know, kind of just adds that little bit of extra insight into it. And I think the way you're going about it is just tremendous. 
Well, that that means honestly so much, Cade. Um, especially for someone like yourself as well, who you know you're no stranger to this world and to people sharing their stories. You know, it's yeah, it's definitely probably one of the more difficult things I've done. But um, but even just like speaking with you now about it, it kind of um, it feels like it's kind of normalizing a bit more for me. And the more I'm speaking about it, the more it kind of uh, it's really just hammering home of like. I mean, this, yeah, it's kind of, this thing has happened and, um, yeah, it's, it's just weird. It's, it, it does feel weird to sort of be on the other end of it at the moment because that's not what I sort of expected. But it's great that, um, yeah, I get to, I don't know, to share my story and, like, you know, people want to hear it. And, like, you know, especially people like yourself who, you know, you, <laughs> you speak to so many people. So the fact that it's, like, it's resonated with you and resonate with the people who've heard it so far I'm like that's just it's great because at the end of the day I mean this is for me but if it's helping other people or just you know it's just bringing some insight to maybe more of like a real world kind of I don't know situation like I, I don't know it's who who really knows but um yeah I just I really appreciate it it's it's great to um get to, get to be able to share and speak with people like yourself about it you know no mate the, the pleasure's all mine and and i think it's a it's a really good kind of episode for people who have kind of been on the fence about going to to get the any kind of regression done um i think if people are interested in it um you know there's there's plenty of people out there who kind of do this there's like you said mary rob well here in australia is kind of like the the go-to person for that um, and if anyone is interested in doing it, I think they should go through, have a listen to your episodes and kind of, you know, digest your journey that little bit to, to realize that it's not, not the, the scary thing that it's always kind of portrayed to, to be. Um, and of course, every, every single person's encounter when it comes to this is obviously going to be, uh, to be different and unique. Um, uh, but I think your, your kind of journey here is a really, Good starting point for people who would be interested um, in that. So yeah, I highly recommend everyone goes and, and listens to Dylan's episodes. There, they're, they're, they're gonna really open up your mind about, I guess the the whole phenomenon relating to um, regression and abduction and, and things like that. So um, Dylan, man, thank you so much for for coming on the show tonight. You've been an absolute pleasure to to talk to. Um, where can people find you, man? Well, just thank you once again, Cade. It was pleasures all mine. Um, always, always a good time when we get to catch up. But um, pretty much anywhere where you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, anywhere else, you know, just search Paranormal Thoughts Podcast. It'll come up somewhere, which you'll be able to uh, listen at your convenience. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Believe Paranormal and UFO Podcast. If you have had an encounter and you would like to share it, please get in touch with me. My email address is believepod at gmail.com. Finally, don't forget to follow us on all our social media outlets and be sure to join our Discord server to talk to other listeners of the show. You'll find all these links in our show notes. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.